everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Kyle Shimabukuro. What's up? And Devin Nakoba. Hey, how's it? Devin, you're looking quite good today. Feeling better? Uh, thanks. Uh, no, I had to give myself looking presentable since I had to go renew my license. So. Oh, isn't that yeah. fun? How long? Was, well, nowadays they do, uh, they do, you, you call for an appointment, right? And you go in. So you don't have to stand in that uh, line for like eight hours? Yeah, you have to make an appointment. But making an appointment is an odyssey in and of itself because <laughs> there aren't any openings. Yeah. Oh, nice. So Where did you come go going? Out. What station did you uh, go to? I went the downtown one. So. Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, okay. That's good. And I saw, and then I saw a woman beating up another, one homeless woman beating up another homeless woman. <laughs> wow. Well, that, was, that, that was really strange. Welcome to downtown Honolulu. Dude, it was crazy, man. Yeah, He's like, ah, screaming and yelling. I went, okay. And I wasn't sure what we're supposed to do. And you feel bad because you want to help or say something. But then I didn't want the crazy lady chasing after me. So <laughs> I just called the cops on him. Well, I just called the cops. Yeah, yeah. And then when the cop when the cop showed up, you know, the they had while while they were fighting and I was talking to the cops, a guy went across the street to stop them. So then I felt bad because this guy actually had enough wherewithal to go and break it up <laughs> himself instead of calling the cops. And I went, Oh, I guess I could have done that, but yeah. No, but you'd mess up your hair and then you'd get a terrible driver's license picture. So well, yeah, that's did what you needed to do. True. Yeah. But then the but then the policeman showed up and the the two ladies had separated, right? So the one lady had run off because basically uh, one lady had grabbed the other lady by the hair, dragged her onto the ground. She was sitting on her. She's whacking at her. <laughs> the, the guy came across the street. They, he broke it up. As I'm calling the police, the cop shows up. That lady who beat the other lady up is still there. And uh-huh. she's screaming, you know, don't come after me. Don't come after me. And everybody else had been watching this whole thing. So the cop gets out of his car, leans over, walks over across the street. And a bunch of bystanders are like, that's the lady. That's the lady. Oh. And the woman goes, the woman goes, oh yeah. And she picks up her um, she's wearing this big long dress. She picks up the dress. She has no clothes on underneath. Oh. <laughs> so I went, oh, oh, I didn't need to see that. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's the it's stuff insane. you see downtown, like, I, man. The I feel bad for cops right now that have to deal because yeah, that's probably a lot of what they have to do, you know, like just yeah, deal with that kind of yeah. stuff. Versus uh, normal people. criminals, you know? Bro, you guys yeah. been seeing the um, viral video about the bus drivers getting harassed by that one guy? No, what is that? Bus. Uh, he's just going on the bus and he's like not wearing a mask. So the guy tells, the bus driver tells the guy, bro, you got, you know, bro, you got to wear a mask. And then the guy goes, well, you call me bro, I'm not Hawaiian. And he's like full on going off on him. <laughs> you know, my rights. Uh-huh. And, stuff. and apparently there's another one, another viral video that came up. And it's the same guy just going on different buses harassing the bus drivers. So, oh, I mean, nice. cops, bus drivers, everybody's getting it right now. You know, it's mm-hmm. props to those I, guys. I got to deal with those guys, man. I had a dude uh, poop outside my townhouse complex the other day. Really? Wow. Yep. Just was walking just around the neighborhood and decided he had to go. Cop a squat and go. Yep. Someone got a photo. You saw him? <laughs> you saw him doodling. I have a photo of him doodling. Really? Because our property manager yes. saw him, so she took a photo, uh-huh. for, you know, in case he got violent or whatever. And yeah, 
Oh my goodness! Um, was he a was he a runner? Because I've heard that I've heard that happens. Like no, he was definitely not a runner. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that. Like there's there's runners. They're they're yeah, long distance yeah. running, and they you know what I mean. They there's no places to stop and go to the bathroom, so they just go. That I would understand. This this. No, I wouldn't understand. Oh, I still no. would be mad if somebody pinched a loaf in my front yard because <laughs> it's just not right, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever had to doodle in public for no reason at all like just like shit on the lawn or anything like that what no you never did that no oh that's good yeah I, I, <laughs> i've uh i've made it uh made it home oh well, well, so, somewhere I've, I've made it somewhere but, but that's my like i like i always say that's my thing about japan that i always worry about lack of public toilets oh man oh yeah that was that happened to me actually in japan yeah there you go you, yeah. you gotta plan it was your, a, i, I oh. mean i'm sure there are i just don't know where to where they are and i don't know how to ask so it, yeah it was it was me. sunday and nothing was open and we're walking around i think we we're in shinjuku or something oh and, you do that uh, we just kept i kept walking from place <laughs> to place like uh oterai, oterai, and then finally there was a it was a um uh, it was an appliance store, and I must have looked really desperate because then they showed me where the bathroom was. But then I didn't realize what kind of a bathroom it was. It was that one with the the, the trough. squat, yeah, the squat, yeah, the, one? the squat one. And you're trying to figure out how to navigate yeah. that thing, and how do you are you holding your? Do you take off your pants completely? Do you take off one leg? You know what do you do? Uh, oh man, I always just take the pants off. I I know there's a way to do it without it, but uh, you know. Yeah, I know. I, I I was stupid and took off only one pant leg, and so I'm standing there squatting. <laughs> you done? You're done. And then and then the the toilet thing is so small, and I'm thinking, okay, wait, how do I put my pants back on now? Because <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it's kind of dangerous if you don't take your pants off. Then you might doodle in your bibbidi by accident, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and then we're well, gonna have to go um, walk around Japan with doodle in my bibbidi. That would have been gross. Yeah. That's yeah. not. Yeah. No, that's not what it would be Anyway, before we begin, let me remind our <laughs> listeners of the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And by the way, I don't know if you guys have gone on Apple Podcasts lately, but we've been getting five-star reviews. So thank you to everybody. Oh, who's no kidding. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, wow. five-star reviews, because they really help. And uh, there's more than you would think. There's a bunch. So Oh, uh, nice! Are going on and and reviewing us. So thank you so much. And it's it's not even it's not even people who know us and they're just being nice. It could be, but uh, they oh, would okay. have had to listen to the show because I don't go around and tell people to five star review us outside of this podcast. Oh, know? okay. So I know that they're listening in some way. It could be my wife, for all I know. I don't know. But why wow, uh, your wife actually listens to us now? She no. does sometimes. If there's oh, a if really? there's a guest that she finds interesting she'll listen but Wait, not austin it's depends yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah nothing to do with us no that's <laughs> nothing that's, to do with us that's really disappointing okay. man yeah uh, you want to listen to what you mean what who sherry yeah what she listens? oh really yeah she's like kind of a regular listener i don't know how long she listens but you know <laughs> she listens i guess she wants to keep me in check you know make sure i don't sound like an idiot or anything that makes sense that makes yeah. sense Okay, I finally can email us at highsessions.yahoo.com. If you would like to help the show and get more music on the channel, go to patreon.com and donate. There you'll get more involved with the show and help to determine who and what is filmed. I'd like to send a shout out to Kevin from Waipahu and Mark, 
from uh, Mark is, uh, I'm not sure where he's from yet because he hasn't responded to my message, but uh, uh -huh. Kevin and Mark, thanks so much for becoming Thank you. patrons. And man, we're, we're doing really well with the patrons. I really feel like we have a good community going. And um, like I said, there's, there's things up ahead that we're going to do for everybody. The hard part is a lot of our quote unquote prizes or things that I wanted to do with the patrons had to do with interactions with the artists. But because of COVID, we yeah. can't do any of that stuff. So yeah. once we can start doing concerts and things of that nature, then you know we'll uh, go ahead and start doing stuff like that. But um, yeah, it, it'll. So it'll you're just gonna have to. You're just gonna have to take our word for it. There's gonna be cool stuff. Yeah, there's <laughs> right now. We know it's just. Well, I mean, us we got the shirts. And about and that, I, I'm but, wearing my uh, yeah. my sessions shirt. Do you have the sticker to show people? I want to see how the sticker. Uh, the sticker is downstairs. Uh, I can okay. go get it. But it looks. Okay. Yeah, it came out great. Yeah. Okay. Sticker good. sticker came out good, and I do send doodles with the stickers. So if you want a doodle, you can get stickers and doodles for. Uh, I don't even have a doodle yet, man. I can make you a doodle. I do it every night. So I do a little bit of doodling every night. I watch an episode of Seinfeld, and then uh, that's my doodling for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to keep you active. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can go to Kubu ninety four point seven to go ahead and listen to Devin in the morning. Highlife eight hundred eight dot com for t-shirts and things of that nature with uh, Kyle and High Life. By the way, I got myself my Kansas City Chiefs oh. shirt for Super oh. Bowl Sunday. Um, as many of you know out there, because I post about it on Instagram, I uh, every year I have a friend, Taylor, that we watch the Super Bowl together. <laughs> I allow him to pick the team because I usually don't care. Unless it's the Bears, I don't really care who wins. And so... Um, this year he picked Tampa Bay, so I guess I'm a Kansas City Chief fan for mm. one day. Um, I think I have a good, pretty good chance of winning this year. You do have a pretty good chance, yeah. yeah, yeah. Although pretty... Tom Brady's been Tom Brady's been amazing, man. It's I... unbelievable, right? Unbelievable that this dude is, yeah. is in the big show again. Forty, he's he's your age and he's in the Super Bowl playing for the championship, and yeah, yeah, it blows your mind. Blows your Did mind. you guys watch the games over the weekend? Yeah, I watched I watched the ending of each game. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> that's Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I mean, anything controversial. Yeah, that doesn't seem controversial. It just seemed that, that the oh. two teams won, and then I mean, this is it for Super Bowl. No. Props to Tom Brady, though. I mean, if that dude wins, that's amazing. And then, I don't know, what, where do you go after that? Do you keep playing, or do you retire, or, you know yeah. what I mean? No, what keep playing. I mean, he's he's proved his point, right, which is all he wants. Wanted to do, which is <laughs> give, a from nice, give a nice big shit burger for uh, Belichick to eat because they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, you, you think you get along without me? Okay, here you go. Yeah, I made it to the Super Bowl. What you what I, you got? What you got? Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually watched two games this well, three games this entire season, but the first game I watched was his comeback. Game. Oh yeah, and he played shitty. He was yeah. terrible, you know. But I, it was just a matter of time before he jolted, I guess, with all his other players, and you know, got got you know. Got his feet wet and over there, but pretty amazing run, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you started, as soon as I saw that first uh, that first drive, and he just moved the team down the field, and they scored. I went, "Oh, this is gonna be bad." <laughs> mm. Yeah, and it, I mean, hats off to Green Bay. They made it much more of a game than I, I thought it was gonna be. But uh, yeah, that was wow. <laughs> That was that was rough watching. Was well, rough. We'll hey, how's, 
we'll talk about... more. We'll talk more football in a second. In the meantime, we're going to bring in Anuhea. Anuhea, oh, yeah, she's in the waiting room. So we'll bring her on and get going with Anuhea Jenkins in just a second. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about that for sure. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Okay, and we are back with Anuhea. Anuhea, hey. thank you for being on the podcast. Um, let's see. My she's honor, a- yeah. Multi Hoku winning, <laughs> multi talented singer songwriter from uh, what do you say you're from Maui? Yep, Maui I mean, girl. Yeah, so so Maui girl and uh, currently living where Big Island. Yes, Kailua Kona, Big Island for the past like, eight cool. years. Okay, okay. So I'm, my, I'm one of online. my hometowns right there. Really? Yeah, Devin is from the Big mm-hmm. Island. Believe it or not. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, we used to live in Kealakekua for a time and then in Captain Cook, so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're right by the airport, Palisades. Oh, nice. Hot nice. as ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Very one time cool. I did get like a little heat heat thing going on. I was on Big Island and because of all the volcanic rock, it's, it's doubly hot, you know, because it's like... Oh my gosh, exactly. Like during the summer, it's hot <laughs> and then... Do you want me to flip my screen? Because you guys are all sideways and I'm vertical. Should I flip it? I'm. Oh, I don't care. No, does it matter? You, you're you're showing up fine for us. So if you're okay I with mean, it, <laughs> if you're okay with it, looking like, sideways. I don't want to be the one weirdo that's vertical <laughs> and you guys aren't. Whatever. That's okay. Whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, good. You can see more peacock chair this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wait, wait. Okay. So you grew up. Okay. I'm, I'm going full Wiki- Wikipedia here. You grew up on <laughs> in Makawao and then decided yes. to move to the Big Island. What made the move? What what made you go to Big Island? Way before um, just moving to Big Island from Maui, I, I attended Kamehameha schools, right? So I was a boarder on Oahu. Right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'll go sideways anyway. Boarder on Oahu for, um, for since seventh grade, like since I was 11. I'm like fourth generation Kamehameha. So I'm like, I was supposed to go there. You know, it's like in my de- destiny. So like, yeah, I've been a boarder at that school forever. My dad was uh, from Oahu North Shore, but he moved to Maui to be a teacher when I was um, very, when I was not even born yet. So that's how we have the Maui connection. Otherwise, my entire family is still on Oahu. So, so that's, um, that's, I was a boarder at Kamehameha, went to college for a bit and then came back to Maui and then decided to, um, go back to Oahu to pursue my music career and then on tour I met a boy from the Big Island when I was playing over here and I had a baby oh. with him and that's why I'm here on the ah, <laughs> right. so Big He's Island boy Devin. Oh, that's right that Big Island charm that's right you find that you find the right girl you go okay let's get a baby in you because you're not going nowhere <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I'm stuck. I'm stuck here. No, I'm just okay. But I how do does, love it here. It's but how does that work with your career? Because uh, you know, you travel a lot, right? And at least big I was traveling too. a lot. Yeah, was traveling. <laughs> not yeah. anymore. That's right. But you know, from the Big Island, you can kind of go anywhere. It's not like the Big Island. You got to fly into Oahu and then go out. You can fly direct from Big Island out. So do you kind of like it because it's it's kind of away from everything, but you can still do Definitely. all your gigs and all that kind of stuff. Just a hop hop on over to a little hop over yeah Yeah. when we were traveling so much I mean I had gigs every single weekend whether it was on Oahu or on another island or even here on the big island but actually most of my gigs were not on the big island like I kind of made it that way because of of what you're saying like you can kind of get away I wanted to be able to not have to walk around Costco and 
take Instagram selfies with people. I don't know. It's just like real laid back, mm-hmm. cool. Like the guy like people don't say, oh, it's just it's just Ikenna's mom, you know? Like that's uh-huh. what I like about <laughs> about it. No one cares. Uh, and then then that's been nice. And just of course the beauty of 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 the more lush forests and more accessible things to do at the beach, you know, not as much tourism over here. So it's it's a great place to raise my little baby. Mm. Yeah. And then well, go- she's not that little too, right? He is seven. I just uh, sorry. He, he just, excuse me. For... Yeah, he, he's a he. First of all, and um, also <laughs> sorry about that. She's a he. It's okay. His <laughs> name is Ikenna Jack. Um, and no, he's great. He he's been on tour with me. Um, he's been all over the world. He's been to Japan and Australia, New Zealand. He's been to Tahiti. He's been with me coast Aww. to coast, all over the mainland. Even when he was in my belly, so he's definitely seen a lot of the world. And and I think the pandemic really bummed him out too because he's used to kind of traveling a lot mm. and so he would like cry and be like i just want to oh. go on an airplane mommy i'm like yeah you're that's like a third that's a like first world problem son relax <laughs> at least you're healthy <laughs> yeah well at least he wants to go like i think if i told my kids hey you want to go on tour with dad they'd be like mom nope. coming no <laughs> no not really mom thing. yeah <laughs> i think i'll just stay home then sorry. yeah I'm mom sorry. is so much cooler just- to hang out with yeah. Right. Sorry, I had to turn my thing. Do not disturb. That was actually Walden Kekoa texting me right oh, there because really? okay. he's, he's on the big yes. island too now. Yeah. Yes. 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 So he's a. I do a weekly wine event, which is like a whole other subject. I totally want to talk about. I do like a weekly um wine tasting event here in Kona. I partnered up with some fellow winos, and we. <laughs> are finding a way around despite the pandemic to have some live music and a socially distanced restaurant, open air atmosphere. And we serve wine and food and, and brought a well then he just like stumbled in as a guest one day. He didn't even know, like I had anything to do with it. Oh. I had a mask on. I'm like, Oh my God, it's well to get going. And he's like, oh, hi, who are you? I'm like, it's me. Like, you know? He's like, Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? he's going to play, uh, play at the, our next wine night on February. 6th. Oh, awesome. I'm excited. Okay, so yeah. so name some. Uh, do you do wine specifically from Hawaii? Do you kind of go all over the place? All Whatever. over the place. I wish there was more uh, options, but we we just um we have a in house sommelier. That's he's a Psalm one, so he's a firefighter, but he moonlights as a sommelier, and that's kind of like how <laughs> we our partners. We're all like trying to pivot in this crazy, you know. Uh, pandemic so it's these two restaurant owners husband and wife they've been together since they were 12 years old and um, they're Whoa. from Kona and they're a sweet couple but they were like hurting you know during the pandemic without the tourism coming to their new restaurant so mm-hmm. and then Adam is a firefighter who just loves wine and he is a friend of mine through like the gym and so he kind of got us all together for like a BYOB wine night one night and then we're like we should like do this we should like make this a thing I'm like I'm on it let me get on it so i busted out all my all my promotion skills all my like photoshop editing skills and my website skills and that's what i've been like passionately doing so i don't like choose the wine but i've definitely gotten to taste it all and it's Mm. awesome okay so what is your uh do you have a favorite kind of wine do you like reds do you like whites red i love red i love red blue I always have a kind of go between like chilled Pinot and, and a red blend or like mm. even a deep cap. I used to just drink cheap stuff and I was fine with it. And I still kind of am like, I like, <laughs> dude, I like, I liked menage a trois. I liked uh, seven. Like, it's things. okay. Screw top. I don't care. It's fine. It's oh, cool. those are, some of those are cool. from the box. That's fine too. <laughs> but, uh, but we have a little more quality 
wine selection at Kona Wine Nights. And it's a lot of the stuff that um, only restaurants would serve, like by the glass mm. kind. So because we mm. have the hookup because it's a restaurant. So when else would you be able to really like get to try some of this unless you're eating at a fancy restaurant? So we're letting you kind of try new wines you might not be able to find. Okay, man, can you? Sorry, sorry. I want to keep on this, but what can you name me a, a, a good red blend that you like? Okay, um, let's say we just had who? Oh, um, Orin, Orin. Oh my gosh, Orin blank. I forget his last name right now. So okay, I'm frazzled. But um, eight eight years in the desert red blend. Gosh, mm. I want my, I want I want to Google it on my phone, but I'm using my phone to talk to you. But you can, Orin Swift, Orin Swift, eight years in the desert red blend. <laughs> super duper good it probably oh. retails at about 47 48 but okay. um, and that's even on the mainland but we got to sample that one and it is super duper good rich mm. low tannins um nice after flavor hints of tobacco and dark raspberry no, i'm just kidding wow no look tobacco. at you okay <laughs> all right showing now, off your palate showing off your palate now wait, wait a second so, so- <laughs> Well, so these events, can anybody, it's like a ticketed thing, like you can just go, or is it for a very selected few people? Or Limited is- tickets because of like capacity restrictions within sure. the, you know, the square footage, Um, but it's behaving under the same rules as a restaurant, except it's pre-sale tickets. So like we do an all-inclusive ticket, like my whole mastermind thing, and I don't think anybody will steal my idea, I hope, but I think it should be like a luau, like the way that luau's perform where it's like, turn them over. Like you have this three hour experience. You're going to entertain mm. the heck out of them for those three hours. You're going to feed them. You're going to entertain them with a show of some kind. You're going to take pictures. You're going to try the good Hawaiian food and then they're going to go and then you're going to clean up and then you're going to hanaho the next night. Like I want to do that with a wine night event. So right now we're still super duper early stages, but it's been like my total passion project with these guys and I'm sometimes a little too much sometimes because I'm used to like the hustling I'm a hustler and, and I kind of help it so we get into a lot of um interesting but this is good for me too you know I'm used to working with like just my manager or just my band where I'm always the boss so this is yeah. like I'm, I'm an equal partner now so it's humbling it's very very it's very you're like oh other other people have ideas really no no, no, you're not gonna agree with me like wait what you're not they're not on your payroll on here i'm like okay yeah that's right Uh, (laughs) yeah but it's interesting though i I just wonder what kind of wine would go good with like color pig and loot you know oh my gosh all that kind of stuff totally like we do pair all that like rich meats like that's one of the things that they say to pair with a certain wines I can't tell you off the top of my head I wish I had like more information but yes like and we've been wanting to perhaps you know link with uh, local chefs and maybe have like a tasting experience but um, with you know small portion sizes okay now take this wine I'll take a bite of this does that bring out the flavors in it you know those kinds of really conscious wine tastings you're not just getting bossed you're like actually learning something (laughs) well we (laughs) we recently had a Roy Yamaguchi on the um, on the podcast and he likes yes! fried chicken, so we could do some fried oh. chicken and wine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I know I like fried chicken. <laughs> Heck yes! I there's a new fried chicken restaurant that just opened in Kona too, called Willie's Fried Chicken, and it's just it's cool to see that there are restaurants. Oh yeah, that continuing is to open Trying. up and yeah. and thrive. Yeah, despite everything, but I think local support is so important, and that's kind of what Big Island has too. Like 
we have this like subculture of community. We all like want to help each other out, especially with those restaurant cards that everybody got. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get one, but other people did. <laughs> so where do, where do, if someone wants to go to one of these events, where do they sign up? Is there a website or is there something where they can go to that? Yes. You can go to KonaWineNights.com. I, I'm going to write this um, down. Hold I on. just posted it on my Instagram today, actually. I posted oh, okay. a, the flyer because I'm performing. And that's the cool thing about my, well, my partners are so lucky because I, I play for free at, my, <laughs> at these events. <laughs> Normally I'm way more expensive, but I play for free. So um, yeah, so you can catch me live at our grand opening of our second location because we have a smaller little tinier event um, down at the harbor in Honokohau called the Wine Shack. And uh, we're just going to have like 30 people instead of 60 at the big restaurant. So mm. a little bit smaller. We do like wine games. I'm going to jam. A couple other friends of mine are going to come uh, jam with me. And it's it's cool. Just live music is, we we try to employ as many local musicians as we can, you know. Even though we can't pay them choke, like at least we feed them with wine and we advertise for them. And I hopefully make them feel special and I owe them a favor, you know, in the future. So it's always just <laughs> helping each other out when we can you know just telling them hey this is a 47 dollar bottle of wine you get to drink <laughs> yeah they're like you that's retail girl how much did you pay for it i'm like good. <laughs> so, so being that you're also the entertainment at these events do you like party after you play or do you party before and throughout and then play and then keep, keep going oh boy i'm working the whole time but i'm also partying the whole time I, i'm a professional party worker like I can do it all like and I think I'll, I don't know maybe not maybe I don't know about John we did the pure heart get a little nuts on the road we just, we yeah we were the, no man we those were the, guys you're we the least nuts band of all time were, it's, it's pretty sad we're the most boring band ever <laughs> most boring band ever okay well let me explain how it is when you when you can do what I can do and no, I'm just kidding <laughs> but when you, when, I, when you just you you can balance it all and I really do feel like just um having fun amongst the people that are there to enjoy that that's what they're there for they're there to escape from whatever normal maybe boring reality that they have and so when I'm looking at it as from the second that they walk in the door it's showtime so like I am that person at the front desk aloha welcome like I make them I because I, I I'm used to doing that for my meet and greets and stuff when I meet mm -hmm. fans after yeah, my shows yeah. and stuff so this is like filling my cup too I miss this stuff, you know, we kind of honey and hug and take pictures, but, and some of them, they don't even know who I am. They don't recognize <laughs> me or they don't even know who I am, period. Cause Big Island, you know, I kept it low, kept it low, but, uh, but it's, and that's fine. Like, it's just, I'm trying to show them a good time. And then, then when I get up on the mic and I can perform, I don't perform every time, but just when they need me, I will. But I love featuring other musicians too. The other partner of mine, the um, fireman, he's actually in a little band with his fellow fire department guys it's called station six there's all these big buff guys oh who can like save your life but they can jam too it's like pretty cool <laughs> oh man well you know that's I always, amazing I, I always tell my buddy blaine a sing who now lives up in waimea so he's someone that you could oh. maybe tap yes! into as well oh my gosh but, so kalae um kalae is yeah, he Camarillo? friends with him or something yeah uh, uh -huh. camarillo yeah, yeah. Wait, no 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 not camarillo no 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 not is it Camarillo? The one who's with Kalanaku. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's not Camarillo. I Parish. Yeah. Parish. Yeah, Parish. They're, they're, yeah, they're Parish, giving Big Kalani Island, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you so guys got to get those two. They were... No, we did. We got Oh, awesome. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it was an all white wine night event in like um late November and so it was like cool as we decorate the whole place all white winter wonderland kickoff party and yeah they they killed it they are incredible they're so good but you and you and Kalena actually should do a should do a song together that would be an interesting collaboration man oh my gosh of course I would die I would love to yeah all of the above. I would do one with John. <laughs> I'll even do one with you, Bo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's a good transition because the reason why I thought it would be great to have you on the podcast was to promote this concert that you have coming up at the Blue Note with mm. Justin, who's a friend. He's no need. The thing is sold out already. But yes, the thing is sold out already. <laughs> But so, we still have live stream tickets, like yes. infinity. So yes. absolutely. And yeah. I feel like that might be better because a lot of people are still maybe a little nervous to get in the car, drive and come into a social setting in an intimate location like that, even though it is super duper, super awesomely clean. The Blue Note has been really, really on the forefront, I think, of any live music venue and, and Hawaii to just, you know, making sure that they're following by all the guidelines, making sure that everyone's educated about it with the mask. They even have like an instructional video on like, so when you come into the Blue Note, you must stand six feet apart. Then you have to make sure your mask is on your nose and chin. And then you sit down like Kimmy is the little face of it. I'm like, oh, it's like a like an in-flight video for Hawaiian Airlines. If you're, <laughs> the bathrooms are right here exits on your left and right no but it was super interesting to to see and yeah sold out people came we had the plexiglass between us the last time we played and it i thought it was going to be a gigantic um barrier and it wouldn't be like vibey but it wasn't it was actually really fine like it didn't even feel it so yeah they're doing live stream hawaii news now camera people come in with all the best uh, camera equipment and they end up uh, broadcasting a multi-camera angle with quality audio production you can either watch it live at the same time that we're performing or you can purchase the ticket and then watch it on another oh. hour that's more convenient oh, wow. to you so yeah that's right you can plan right. your date night at okay. home or whatever so if if you do me a favor after this either text me or email me the link so we can put it in this mm-hmm. uh, uh in the description here so people can check it out I, I didn't know about yes. the live streaming part okay that's great that's good oh, yeah because so yeah. i know like uh well number one my wife's friends are we're thinking of going but they, they mm-hmm. procrastinated and now it's they too waited late. too long. And yeah, they so, now they, so maybe they can do the, the online thing, but then yes, also make it like a thing and like make dress up too. like also make it like <laughs> nice and get your own wine and all that at home. Because my wife, my wife will go to see Justin before she will go to see me. She, she will, <laughs> I she mean, will, yeah. I don't blame her. He's, I know, he's right? honestly the, the sexiest man alive. Oh, he's like tall, dark, handsome. He's such a nice guy. I know he's your friend. He's my great friend as well. I can say that. Yeah. But no, he's such a stud. Like, who doesn't love Justin? It's funny. Crazy. I, you, I, you a hater if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I gig all the time. And uh, the only time I ever like hear her like, oh, I'm going to come along. It's, oh, Justin's coming. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I'll come down. <laughs> no, otherwise, it's like, oh, yeah, do, do whatever. But, uh, but also, um, Jake did the, uh, at the Blue Note, he did the New Year's Eve concert at the new year's or whatever yes. and so and jake is one of you guys he's super paranoid about this coronavirus thing yeah, so the fact that yeah. he would do it means that he felt very comfortable going and you yeah. know what they're doing over there they, so they do a good job and like we don't have to be the meanies like even in the green room like there's you know the multi-room green room at the Blue Note, uh-huh. they uh-huh. were like kind of scolding us like you cannot have more than five people to a room and even within the room you have to be six feet apart so my dad had like seven people we couldn't have like a band meeting in the same room we're like uh okay can you hear me all right well um number one we're gonna start with the bridge 
they would yell at us but they're like they just they don't want to mess up they don't want to do anything to compromise it you know i don't know it's cool i appreciate it though luckily luckily you're local girl so you're used to yelling across the room (laughs) (laughs) yes Yes, (laughs) so okay so rewinding back a little bit how did you how did your career get started because i used to when you first started coming out, I think in like 2010 or, or 2009 or something like that, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of publicity, you know, there was a lot of commercials and, and things, but I know that you did have a lot of success online, but was it something where you recorded your albums first and then started the pr- promotion or were you doing internet videos and then things started catching on? So you decided to record, how, how did that all start for you? Yeah. Interesting. Um, Definitely. Okay. So like 2007, six was like right when like YouTube was really hitting and like MySpace was still popping. MySpace had like a top 10 of every state of every genre. I don't know if you remember this, but like there were, you know, like every genre of music, like independent artists and, and you could upload your little songs. And that was, you know, a real turning growing up point in my life like I had dropped out of college after going for one year I was on my second year and then I couldn't afford it at film school at Chapman University so and I, I knew I wasn't quite passionate about it so but I bought my guitar to college with me and I was always like that girl in the group of friends that had the guitar but I wasn't like a singer I was just like oh I'm just have my guitar yeah and then this boy my first boyfriend broke my heart he cheated on me when I was gone at college and I didn't find out until way later. So I tell you this because it just triggered something in me to just start really like writing. And so I just was going on this mm. writing rampage. Like that guitar, I used to just play Bob Marley songs or pure heart songs. I used to, you know, now I'm writing my own songs and writing my own lyrics. And then I'd upload that to my space. And then I, I even like made my own little, then that hustler, like entrepreneurial me came out a little bit. I was like, Oh, people like this. Cool. And I would like hit the top five for like a, a day and then go back down. It was like during the era that Kobe Kyle was really blowing uh-huh. up and like uh-huh. Kimie was, yeah. was bigger than myself. And she was my best friend at Kamehameha. So that's another thing. Like I thought that Kimie was the singer, like, and even my auntie Nalani, she's a singer in the little bit That's my dad's yeah. sister. I was never yeah. the singer. I was like the crazy funny girl on the morning announcements. And I thought I wanted to be a documentary <laughs> producer or a video editor. And so I thought that was my role. And so I think it just kind of, when you separate yourselves, when people are, are finally on their own, you know, being away from maybe their family or their expectations and they can really spread their wings. Um, you can find out a lot about yourself. And I think that that's when I was like, okay, maybe I am a singer. And But just being an independent artist like that in the beginning was, was so much fun like I got to take my own photos like I would like do the self timer on like a camera and like mm-hmm. pose with my my guitar and then like print it out onto like paper and then tape <laughs> tape the paper on top of a cd jacket and then burn cds on my mom's computer at work and like write all the the names of on a sharpie and then I'd have a gig at like a coffee shop or a restaurant or wherever and I would sell my cds and it was called rough cuts it was like 35 tracks on it like wow. whoa oh. like, take it easy but it was all just acoustic <laughs> stuff and and I, I don't know just all of that was so much fun and and I enjoyed it I used to go on public access radio station Manao radio on Maui and I and I never again I never told my auntie really we weren't we weren't like that that close at that time she was always just my awesome auntie my famous auntie that I always looked up sure. to but uh, I never told her that I was a singer and I think 
the way that the story went is her partner who was my manager till this day Warren her partner at the time was Warren and he was like looking for new artists that he, maybe they could potentially work with because they're they're starting a new record label called One yeah. Hawaii and yeah. then that's when they're like oh what about this girl Anuhea she's on the top five at MySpace and then my auntie's <laughs> like wait that's my that's my niece like what the hell and so she like called me why didn't you tell me you're a singer I'm like because I was okay well, let's get you over here let's see what happens like what could happen we had like a meeting they came and like watched my my gig at charlie's when i had like a little band and I, it was just it was organic but it was like that hookup with my auntie to really help me like elevate to that next level because after that they you know helped pay for me to go to a real studio but it was all my songs that i had written my whole life i wrote like a couple new ones with these awesome songwriters up there like big deal i had written the words for it because uh-huh. um, I I love the movie, uh, what's it called? The Anchorman. Because I was like an anchor mm-hmm. woman, like that was my mm-hmm. little. And so Anchorman has a line. I was like, I don't know if you know, but I'm kind of a big deal. Big deal. And, like, yeah. People, people know me, and yeah. I was like, I wrote yeah. that on, on a lyric, and then I met up with this awesome songwriter. Like, hey, show me what you have, and I'm like, I have this. Timmy Kovasnowski, and so he he's like, okay, how about this? And he like made this cool little groove. Like it was more of like chords. Like he he helped a lot with that music part because I didn't have any formal training. I was just basically a new three chords. And so he helped kind of diversify my sound a little bit. And and yeah, one producer about one and a half months later, we busted out that album and we didn't release it for a while. But in preparation for the release, you know, my auntie, all her connects and for other artists that they had signed, I think, remember One Right Turn? Um, yeah, that uh-huh. was yeah. Garza yeah. and Tiffa, yeah. Yeah. Connie yeah. Cruz. Yeah, they had like yeah. a three album pack, yeah. And then like yeah. Hope Mail was, was cool. another like Christian artist. I think the kind, um, Kavika, was it Kahiapo? I believe Kahiapo. he was on that. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think he had an mm-hmm. album too. So they were, you know, all kind of diverse. And then we all went up to South by Southwest one year, uh, that oh, first I've... year, just to, were you there? Oh, I, I wasn't there, but I remember Imua going. Yeah. Yeah. So that was probably the same time we had like some, because Royce had a restaurant in Austin, like right mm-hmm. next to the convention center where the South by Southwest like big thing is. And so, yeah, Royce was so kind as to let us have like a Hawaii concert. So even though we didn't have wow. official so- showcases, they, we kind of made our own. So anybody who was there from Hawaii like showed up we had the pre-sale album or like the download a song cards that we were passing out, like promoting, promoting already. And yeah, it's kind of, I want to say the rest is history because it was just that momentum, you know, like then the album came out in April and then I was just put on opening for Naleo Pilimehana. But mm. then I also had my own little subculture of, mm-hmm. of Anuhea fans, you know, like my, my YouTube fans and the, the weirdos that like <laughs> weirdos. my weird personality. <laughs> I don't know. So I was hustling still. I was still playing. I played at Tiki's in Waikiki forever, lugging my uh, my whatever speaker. Because this is the first time I was on Oahu. You right, know? So right. this is like, a, I'm moving yeah. to the city. Like, I mean, yeah. other than when I was in high school. So it was like from Maui to the big city. Like, so exciting. Tiki's, what? So cool. You know? I, I think it's just, uh, it's remarkable to me be, that you and Nalani are related because she, uh, <laughs> she's like a, an older version of you in terms of the hustle. So I think it's it must run in you guys' family or something because guarantee from my yeah, grandma. Like yeah. Every yeah, because Nalani would tell me about how much you would hustle to get this done and get that done. And I was like, you she was she was really so impressed with your drive and your want to and your desire. And it was just she's like, I just wind her up and let her go. <laughs> 
but it's, yeah, it's totally. hard to but it's hard to but it's hard to find people like that and i know that you know when when nalel was coming up and all through it you know she was the she was the business end of things you know like i mean she was creative yeah. as well but she really was okay uh we got some business stuff for nalel okay uh nalani <laughs> and nalani right? would just and take like it the and longevity run. it yeah, shows with yeah. their longevity of their career like yeah. to have three people like marriages don't last that long i think all of them marriages didn't last that long but they're still together you know it's it's incredible and it, it yeah, takes yeah. it takes three okay. and it's funny because really yours like you you totally you totally are uh like a chip off the old block without even realizing but i'm it, way more you know? crazy i'm way crazier than me. <laughs> well yeah, I, I didn't want to say that part i just, just sort of let that one go but <laughs> well she's kind of an accountant too so it's like a different vibe you know yeah yeah yeah. They, yeah she went to you know she was super duper smart and she was a she managed bank of hawaii for a bit you know yeah, graduated yeah. um cum laude from her college like and i struggled to even pay for it was mostly pay for but it was struggle for me to figure out my passion uh at all and then i just got distracted and my dad is a little different from her like their brother sister but my dad is like totally opposite like public oh, wow. school teacher we never had money but <laughs> we, we you know we're always struggling like my dad didn't have any money to give for college you know so we did have to drop out and then my grandma was like why didn't you tell me I'm like because I wasn't I wasn't even that into it anyway grandma. <laughs> you know she was like saying I could have helped you if you wanted to stay but but I think wow. that that is um why I am so a hustler because I'm like yes I might have to try a little harder uh, in everything I do because I this is all I have you know if I have to go mm. back to a regular career um people have college degrees all around me I'm like hey that's like hey I gotta make sure that this is I went through college which is the college, college <laughs> of hard knocks that's right <laughs> that's yeah. worth something <laughs> when you broke up with your boyfriend at that time in college that made you start writing music do you still remember that first song that you wrote and was it an angst song or a or a or more a melancholy song what kind of song was it that you wrote that inspired you after I, you broke up with your boyfriend I think I was writing songs about about the love part so I have like a ton of of great happy emotional songs like it was I was like obsessed with India Ari at the time like her album mm. Acoustic Soul like changed my life just a girl with a guitar and I was like oh my god so cool. it was like all those songs about <laughs> you know love and it's i'm experiencing it for the first time i never had like a is that above the clouds is that one of those songs yes but that was written way later way later like i wrote that for my second album i went back in time in my mind and i had to like put aside oh. compartmentalize all the bad stuff he did and then i wrote about <laughs> that song is actually about like losing my virginity to him yeah. that story <laughs> going to haleakala Okay. Well, yeah, but, a little angst kind of music. You didn't write like Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette, I know. Movement, you know, like that. I hate you and I hope you die. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Kinda. I not at the time probably, but I did write. Uh, yes, I did write a lot about that kind of stuff. Like I won't settle. Like I have a song called "I Won't Settle" that I mm -hmm. I have on my third album. Same kind of thing. I'm going back in time. Like, I won't settle for anything less than love. And I'm talking about yeah. like girl power. Um, I'm trying to even think. I have probably so many songs that absolutely are answering your question, but I, I don't even remember them anymore. Dang, I got to listen to my music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about Haleakala and uh, going up there to kind of fool around. Oh my it's, gosh. It is cold up there. Like, what? <laughs> I, like, I can I cannot think of a worse place to to take a girl. It's like 
I Check it out. Well, you want to, you got to stay warm somehow. You know. I got to explain. Yeah, I got to explain. It was a weird, <laughs> it was in the back of my dad's truck, but we had it all decked out with like mattress, pillows, blankets. It was just a, a stargazing oh, trip. Okay. Dad. That turned into something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I'm being so honest, but it happens, you know. And I ate. I was, I stayed a virgin all throughout high school. Some girls cannot say that. I was That's a true. good girl. That's true. <laughs> wow. Don, where did you go in Hawaii, Kairu, go make out and stuff? Was there oh, uh, It was a border. I couldn't get away. If anything, well, the Zippies, well, Zippies Kailua was where people used to make out after the parties. I don't know. Kyle, you're assuming that there was someone willing to make out with me at that yeah. time. Yeah. It was pretty slim pickings back in those days. Oh, so are, you, are you talking about fun. you, Hawaii Kai? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm Hawaii oh, Kai. Got it. Because you got know this, it, this, uh, this, this, uh, this hunk that you see before you now uh, was That's not right. like that way back in high school time. That's right. I was. Uh, believe it or not, he was actually kind of. Believe it or not, he was kind of nerdy and. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it, it's it's a sad. My past is pretty sad, but but we're not here to talk about me. We're talking about Anuhea. No, now, but then you're a rock star. So like, <laughs> you, you bye haters. Like you are a rock star. So, uh, hey. yeah. uh, but, uh, so my my next question after hearing this is, uh, so you did the first album, which you you put in a lot of time writing all those songs. Was it hard to then do the second? Because now you have to write. Because that always is the hardest part. At least when when I think about uh, acts that I've worked with, produced, or even us, was you have all this time. Like usually the first album is years of work that you put in and you get to a first album and then they want the second album a year later and you're like oh man i i used all i like i shot my whole load on the first album and it's like i don't have anything for the second one i'm done you know like I- reminds us of high school yes no um i i totally agree i agree like i but I, but that's what i was trying to i had some nuggets of memories that i would have to then relive you know so the content was was not created yet, but the memories were there. I just, I had to go and like find it. So yeah, it was, it was a little more difficult the second time around, but I was super inspired for a, quite a few years there. And then I went through like a little lull where I was like, what's my inspiration? And uh, you know, like writer's block. Sure. And I figured out ways around that too. But that second album, I was still like kind of on fire. And I was yeah. busting about. Yeah, what, is, what, is your writing, what is your writing process, by the way? Do you, you know, sit down and go, okay, I'm going to write music now? Or do you wait till something hits and you go, okay, you know, oh, this song came oh. to me, that kind of stuff? Yeah, like, I'm. it's kind of a, all, all over the place because I've been, like, asked mm. to write a song about a specific subject. Like, for example, um, okay, I had, I had a, what was it? What was it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Something, somebody <laughs> needed me to write a song called You Had Me at Aloha, like, or I wanted to write that title. Like the title was for something that I needed, whether it was like a merch shirt, that idea that I had, mm-hmm. or it was maybe a show or I, I'm so sorry. I forget sometimes, but, um, but yeah, so I started backwards. Like I had to write the title first and then I like just wrote and I, it was kind of, it's kind of cheesy when I look wow. back at it, there's really no, nothing deep within it. But, but otherwise I had like a process where I would, just have my iPhone speaker, of course, microphone, anytime something came to me when I'm driving or a melody that I heard from another song on a radio or something, I would kind of like 
go like with my voice in in there so I can remember like oh I like that like I want to write something in that kind of vibe or that similar tonality or whatever and then also same thing with my notepad within the phone too I would like write random notes like alliteration Mm. like poetry basically if I was something somebody said on the radio that was like a commercial for a car company and it kind of sounded cool like those two words high on love I remember that was one thing I'm like oh I like that expression like high on love um higher than the clouds I think was was another song that oh my gosh it's gonna sound bad but like this other song by um that the the title of the song is not higher than the clouds but they have a song there where they talk about being higher than the clouds I'm like oh my god I love that and then that's kind of how that our songs sound nothing the same there are tons of songs with the same title don't freak out everybody (laughs) (laughs) but uh, that I just I'm being honest like that that inspired me I was like oh my god it's so cool higher than the clouds because it could kind of be like stony and being stony is cool like but I'm not a stoner but for all the, the stoners it could be like their song you know and it kind of is people always say well, that how does how does that um I was just curious too because you know you're a, you're a mom now you're a wife now so uh, how are you able to take that time because dude you, you know how it is man you have a kid it's it's hard to sort of find a space where you can do that right when you're spending I lock your- my son out of the room yeah he's oh, no he's <laughs> <laughs> he's seven now so we're good um, yeah. but no this pandemic I'll pretend like you're not it's not the pandemic I'll pretend like it's regular life yeah and it was super duper hard I think the, the mm. times when I would have alone time would be when I'm on tour and I've already like said bye to my son when he's not with me you know when he stay when he stays home and it wouldn't mm-hmm. I would never go too long without picking him up or bringing him with me like I've cut tours in half and have days off and I'll fly home just to grab him and come back on the road because I wow. miss him so much like it was really hard in fact I talked with my Lenny about this exact subject because I would like cry and just feel horrible and just have like mom guilt like how am I doing this like I'm loving my <laughs> career so much but like it makes me want to cry though because for real like it's like the most torturous thing to like leave your child and they they don't want you to leave you know ah, my God! Oh my God. Um, as my son's like locked out of the room right now I'm like shut up <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a, it's it a love-hate relationship we understand we understand it's you know you, you love them but sometimes they make him... you crazy right i just want him here but yeah. on the other side of the door yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't go too far boy just stay right there. stay right there so right. so if i need you i'm gonna for sure i'll gonna find you i know where you at right and that's fine right. well mommy gotta mommy gotta do some work so you know yeah. this this peacock chair doesn't pay for itself so we gotta, <laughs> no. it's okay it's okay totally. but i, I was know. just i was yeah, just wondering about that Oh, no. Yeah. My lineage, I'll just say like that was really words of encouragement just from another fellow, mm. you know, mother musician, Hawaii musician who tours a lot. I mean, she goes to Japan all the time. And so she said it best. I think I wish I could quote her as poetically as she said it. But just like you need to do this for them. Like this is why mm. they're going to be so proud of you. Um, you're following your dreams and you're providing for them. Like, don't feel, you know, bad. Um, just continue it. And, and I'm like, OK, but it's so hard. <laughs> that was awesome. I think kids kind of, they're, they're pretty malleable. Like, I think they understand. I think if, um, if you, if you're out there working and then you explain to them and when you're there, you're, you're with them and you, you take care of them. I think they understand mm-hmm. that. I think it's worse if you're uh, someone who is physically there, but then ignores them, you but know, the, like, yeah, you because there's a lot of parents like that. that too. Right. They, um, yeah. Yeah. by the way, Anuhe just froze. I thought, oh, oh, there she is. No, no, okay. she's there. Yeah. Okay. She's listening to you. I know. Are you a robot? 
<laughs> I, yeah, but you sounded like a robot to me. It could oh, be really? my phone, you know. I have no, like, no, yeah, you, you froze for a second. So I was, I, and you had this kind of concerned look on your face. I thought, oh, am I going in a, in a bad direction? <laughs> I have but, a resting concerned face, though, I do. I have like a resting like. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? Yeah, so I think I think in the long run, they'll be okay. Because they, they, they understand. They know what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's I, you... I know. And the memories that we have as kids, right? Like, we don't remember the really we're not traumatized by our parents not loving we're not traumatized by those memories of our parents not loving us like they always like loved us if they as long as we remember that they loved us we're not gonna be we're gonna be okay if dad went on a business trip mom went on a a, a girl's wine trip like it's not gonna ruin our childhood <laughs> as long as we're communicating yeah <laughs> and, and stuff how yeah. do you how do you balance the um the work life not just with your son but also uh, with your husband because you, I mean, like you said, you recently got married. I mean, you've been with him for a while, but you guys just recently got married. So that, you know, everybody goes, ah, we just, it's the same thing. We just married. And I'm like, well, yeah, sometimes, but sometimes it, it does. It changes the whole chemistry of your relationship, right? Well, yes, but you know that <laughs> my baby daddy is not my husband, right? Different. Oh, totally yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. and my yes. husband have only been yeah. together for like, ah, uh, maybe two or three two and a half, three years. We're about to approach right. our one year marriage, but we'd only been yeah. together really like a year and a half By before the way, that. So it's kind of, yeah. That's so cool. Freaking craziest year ever though. I don't know. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah. So the question was, do you know, the balance with, with being married? Yeah, and, well, because and, I mean, yeah. this is, this is a new thing. And granted it's, it's different now because you're in COVID time. So you're home. So it's, you know, you're going to spend that time together, but the, with, with the drive and the hustle that you have, you know that once this picks up again, right, you're going to find other stuff that you're going to do. So, like, you know, I, I, I was just curious about that. Like, do, do you guys have, you know, that at some point in time, there's going to be a conversation of, okay, babe, I got to go because I got to make some money and I got to, you know, this is the thing that I do. Totally. No, absolutely. It's been okay. Well, a, a good, a good thing about our relationship was since even the very beginning was he's, a, he was a professional baseball player. So we met and he was on the road. Oh. And so we were long distance. In fact, like sometimes we do better with that because we communicate <laughs> clearer and better when it's like, I mean, I talk like a million miles an hour all day, every day. He's really quiet, like really quiet. And so, but he, so sometimes I feel like he's not listening or doesn't care. So the texting communication kind of does help. So being apart actually does kind of help. So that's why COVID has been so hard, but, uh, but just with the whole pandemic and really revisiting and re, I don't know, the pivot, right. That we all have had yeah, to, yeah. to do, like, I kind of like it. Like I like being home like I hate mm. to say I, I don't want to I don't want to have to leave every weekend though man I was burnt out I was trying to make money for my wedding so I was taking every gig I possibly mm. could I was mm. working up until I was in Texas doing like a private lady's birthday party flew overnight to the blue note did four shows and then the next day was my bachelorette party and then my next oh day my was my gosh. wedding like, on my wedding I didn't even like enjoy myself oh yeah and I was in California before the Texas thing with Taurus Riley like I didn't really enjoy myself because I was just like tired you know I'm tired I need to like have time to reflect and like absorb and go over things in my head to really make them sink like that's not the life I really want to I want to slow down I even have a song mm. called slow down on my first album like and I listen to it now. I'm like, oh my gosh, my 19 year old self was trying to tell me this all along. Like, <laughs> slow down, girl. So when you were oh, touring yeah. on here, did the majority of gigs 
um, was it just you and your guitar or was it a full band traveling around with you that whole time too? Um, a combination to totally depends what they can afford, what, uh, what, what's easier. I had, luckily I had one of my best friends. He was my roommate and my bass player. He is Jason Tupola. I don't know. He's the tall guy with the dreads. He's now, um, living in San Diego and mm -hmm. his girlfriend is Ilima McFarlane, fiance. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like he used to live here in the same house, so it was very convenient. He could play any instrument with me. So if I needed an accompaniment, on and they could only afford X Y Z money, like me and him would just Uber it to the airport right down here on the road, go do our gig. You know, we get two separate hotels. We just Uber back. We don't even speak to each other. We're like so good friends. We don't even <laughs> need to like talk. You know, we're just like yeah, okay, it work. And then back home, and he's in his room. I'm like, hey, bye. And that's it. Like so, we were busting out gigs a lot like that. Um. And then he was getting burnt out too, you know? So I'm happy that mm -hmm. he met Ilima and now he's in San Diego and he has like a new band, but I miss him. He'll be back for the Blue Note shows because then, yeah, when, once I do fly people in and stuff, it, it, it can be full band and it is still awesome. It's I love that guy. He's so nice. He mentioned but, um, yeah. his new band. He loves you, John. He like loves Pure Heart. He's like, <laughs> young and Pure Heart. Ilima mentioned um, her husband's new band and its name and the name was classic. So I think uh, lot Yeah. <laughs> B-Lot boys. B -lot boys. Are we allowed to say oh, that? Man. If your yes. name is Boto Ichi, yes. I think we can say B-Lot boys. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think so. I think you're okay. I think you're okay. Hey, um, uh, Anu, uh, one of the things that we like to ask our guests is um, for three, des three desert island discs. If you're going to be trapped on an island someplace and you can only take three albums with you, uh, what would oh, those three albums be? And we we did albums. Uh, we tried to ask people not to do greatest hits, but some people like they cannot think of albums. They can only think of artists, Song, which is fine yeah. as well. So or yeah, artists. like or songs oh. or whatever. But if you can think of three albums that were you know significant to you that uh, that you go, oh yeah, you know I want to take that one with me. Ooh, this is fun. Yeah, I'm like such an album person. Like okay, I good. still am. Like I love to purchase entire works of art. And even Amy, I think she had like a a video of her like showcasing her newest album like when you actually open it and you mm. smell it and you can oh, look at yeah. everything like the touch it like it's a thing it's a thing i don't want that to go away it's like oh <laughs> kids you'll never know what it is but, uh, but no absolutely the india re um mm. acoustic soul album changed okay. my damn life um <laughs> i i i want to say like this is gonna sound funny but sublime Sublime's yeah. uh the one okay. I think it's Sublime Sublime when he yeah. has the tattoo yeah. on his back yeah, yeah. No. that one honestly kind of changed my my life a bit because I was listening to whatever my dad was listening to my whole growing up you know so it was a lot of like boys to men and and <laughs> and like Willie K and like and of course Naleo Plimehana like I know every single word to every Naleo song my whole <laughs> life that's all we listened to but then when I went to Kamehameha and I was in seventh grade I had this roommate who was like a cool chick like she had an older brother who was like a surfer she was from Kauai and then she busted out this CD was sublime and it had like wow. bad words in it and stuff I was like oh my gosh and like it changed my life I'm like this is amazing what, what nah, of, one of my biggest regrets in life was <clears throat> I was so sublime was popular when I was in high school so I was in I was a senior in high school and they used to have these surfer parties out at world cafe and you know that down in world the cafe yeah. yeah and all that stuff yeah. there was one it was uh dread ashanti red session and then sublime 
And I went to that concert. I st- I loved Dread Ashanti back in those days. So I was there for that, and the Red Session came out. But Sublime didn't Sublime didn't even come on stage till like two in the morning. And so like yeah. at about one one thirty, I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I'm tired. I'm gonna get out of here. So I went home and I missed it. So I've never, I've oh, never got to see him. Bradley was alive still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah, so I could have seen Sublime live, but I didn't because I was too too lazy. See, to see. This, tired. Is, <laughs> this is John. This is John the party animal. This is why. Oh no! <laughs> you no, really no. Need, when you wonder, when you wonder about the cool John, that's the cool John. He goes, no, no, I gotta go home. <laughs> oh my I don't want to wait for Sublime. Like it's too late. Yeah, because Sublime back then, they, I mean, they were popular, but they weren't like. They hadn't blown up yet or anything, right? So no, it was just like it was ah, that I'll see album him. that changed everything. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'll see him yeah. next time. And it was actually Radio Free Hawaii that made Solan popular in Hawaii. Yeah. You remember Radio Free Hawaii? Yeah. 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 Is yeah. it like an underground music kind of radio, like a like a KTH um, of the old days? Kind of. It was kind like of. he was it was a it was a gen it was a genre less radio. So they would just play whatever they wanted to. So oh, uh, and it was the guy who owned uh, Jellies. Norm is the guy who started yep. the station, right? So he just he oh, literally wow. told the DJs, "You play whatever you want." <laughs> so the yeah, the playlist was crazy. So you'd hear Sublime, and then you'd hear Metallica, and then you'd hear like classical music every once in a, a while. Tribe, yeah, tribe called Quest, was, right? Yeah, on. it was just. You hear, then you hear Kaida. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was bananas. It was bananas. Yeah. Wait, so, so wait, sorry, uh, I didn't, got, I didn't mean two. to cut. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you. Yeah, off. we got no, two. No, no. So did you have a third one? Oh, um, mm, oh my gosh, do people take a long time? This is like a no, hard no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Sometimes they do, yeah. Sometimes yeah. They do. Um, trying to think of oh that. Oh my gosh, so many. I'm, I'm thinking no, no, it's of okay. like, it's okay. Like, Lena, Lena like, girl said, Lena girl said, like, Def Leppard, and we went, What? <laughs> cool. Right? Because you'd never think, like, some people have these, these influences, you go, Wow, really? Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. This is another one might be shocking, but it is absolutely true. And it just, it, I know the entire album beginning to end, including the interlude skits. And does that give you a hint? It's rap. The white rapper. His name is Eminem. The Marshall uh, Mathers LP. The Marshall uh, Mathers one, like where, um, you know, would the real Slim Shady please stand up? Like, yeah, this yeah. might be surprising to you too. And if you ever get to talk to Kimi, if you have, have you talked to Kimi on here yet? Not, not yet. Kimmy Minor. Okay, well, when you do, and you, if you ask her this question, tell her that I said the Marshall Mathers LP because she absolutely knows. It was her and I jumping on the bed in the dorms, singing every single foul word. And like, but it helped us. I feel like it helped us with like our rhythm too. Like just mm. being able to be like, like I, I, I can I can sing like that. Like I can, and I rap in my songs, small kind. I mean, of course it's vulgar and vile, but it was smart right, too. Like right. he's a really amazing songwriter. So I, I love Eminem. Eminem, Marshall Mothers, LP, India Ari, and Sublime. I'm proud of that. I'm good at that. But Nick, so, yeah. So the, I mean, is that because, you know, higher than the clouds, you add a little, you know, you do a little ragamuffin thing, you do a little rap. Is that where all of that comes from? Because when you're writing yeah. a song, do you think of that and go, okay, you know what would be good is to do this here? Because I know when I heard that song, I was really surprised because I, most times they hire somebody from outside to do that part. And I'm like, Juan, no, I know that's exactly Anu. how that went down. I, I remember that like clear as day, like we were in Austin, Texas. I recorded that most, most of that album in Austin with a mm. producer that they recommended I meet. I met with him once we did one song and it was awesome. So then I went and stayed up there, like in his house with his family, but there was like a wing for the artist and you just live in the studio. And it was freaking wow. amazing. We did all my, most of my favorite songs, simple love song, 
Higher Than The Clouds with these Texas musicians. So like Higher Than The Clouds, all like country bass players are playing that. That's That might be why oh. it sounds so hmm. different. Like it's not oh. Hawaii guys. It's a Texas guy who's never played reggae. So he's wow. doing like weird things. Um, I had the Dick- <laughs> Oh no, it was the Dixie Chicks bass player playing on simple love song and then this other like rock and roll bass players playing on high in the clouds like and then i had wow. the guy from three doors down three doors three down, doors or is it three yeah. Three down. down three houses down yeah the, the holidays yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey there delilah you know that that yeah. Song? hey yeah. there delilah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, so yeah he's yeah. not the main singer but the other guy he has like one song that he sings but yeah he plays guitar on looking for love on my album wow. because he was like friends with my producer and came over one day so anyway but that moment and higher than the clouds like I was thinking because me and Jay Boog had been talking and we wanted to do a song together trying to figure out a song that we could I could feature him on so I kind of left that little blank for him ah. but uh-huh. then my producer was like you should do it because he like knew my personality and I might have even been like messing around like but Jay Boog is gonna go something like this he's like you should just do it I'm like <laughs> no he's like you should just freaking do it i'm like oh my gosh maybe i should okay let me just try it and then i totally i took like a shot of crown so i was like i had a song called crown royal as well and then i did it and i and i did it i was like it did it made the song Devin. did oh no it totally does it 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 adds something to it that you're not expecting and you go oh oh wow well that's cool (laughs) nice yeah nice i just got people people hate on it too though they're like oh who do you think she is i'm like Whatever, bro. I'm Maui. I do what I like. <laughs> Makawa. Makawa in the house. Right? Come on, baby. Yeah. I like okay. have dreads. I can have dreads. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, with that, we're going to take a short break and we will come back on our Patreon. So for those of you enjoying the podcast and want to keep going, you can go to our Patreon, sign up there. You can hear all the behind the scenes stuff and we'll be right back with Anu here. Wait, 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 we're going to wait. Oh. We're going to we're going to come back and in the Patreon she's going to talk about that chair. So if you need an oh. incentive for why you want to be Patreon, it's because you know you've been looking at that chair and you want to know where she got the chair. We're going to get into a that cool next chair. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll be back in a second right after this. <laughs> 